Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app, by searching FSR. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb, in for Dan and the Danettes today. And Doug, let me let me start off the day by wishing you a very happy Bobby Bonilla Day. As uh, you know, listen, every year on this day we look back, take stock of our lives, and I just get depressed. So I am happy to be here with you today on Bobby Bonilla Day to talk about so many other things in the wide world of sports. Why do you get depressed? I don't understand. Deferred payments and the whole balance of... You know, should I should I put money away that'll pay me in 25 years, or should I take it now? And 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 by the way, the state of your your Mets today is outstanding. So you know, Bobby Bonilla Day should bring you back to the days of yore when Bobby Bonilla was a Met, which of course is kind of where we are with the Mets today. I, I, I look at it in a different perspective. Change your perspective on it, Jason. <laughs> the thing is, it's been such a bad headline and such an embarrassing. You know, the thing is, it's an embarrassing optic more than anything. And the, Why? Mets, the Mets don't Why? need any more embarrassing up because you've been paying a guy that hasn't played for you in 20 years and you're paying him for another, you know, 13 years. I mean, this goes through 2035. And it's, hey, I mean, last year Ryan Reynolds put out that whole Mint Mobile campaign at a commercial with Bobby Bonilla. And I'm laughing. Thing, but I'm going. This is this is my team. Every I mean, this has happened with so many other teams, but the Bobby Bonilla day and the contract and this because it was like the first time we had seen it. Like, yeah, this is just a, it's just a way to laugh at the Mets every day. Every every uh, like you need another reason to laugh at the Mets. But yes, this is a great year for us so far. This could be as good as it gets. So I'm ready for the bottom to fall at any time. But uh, yeah, but this is still one of those days where I just go, yeah, here we go. People, more people call me today. And my friends that I haven't heard from in, like, months and just say, happy Bobby Bonilla Day than, like, any other day. Like, more than on my birthday, people text me and say, hey, happy Bobby Bonilla Day. So I get that today more than anything. I like it. It's a great day for Bobby Bonilla. But I, I don't know. I just think it's a fascinating discussion. It's the old, you win the lottery. Do you take all the money or do you take it spread, spread out over 25 years? You know, do you, I mean, Alan Iverson has one of these deals with, with Reebok, right? There was a lot of people that thought, man, Alan Iverson, bad shape. Like, no, actually, he has this deferred payment thing with Reebok from his shoes, which, you know, he started making a couple years ago. So, I, I actually think it's a really interesting business discussion, and I don't think it's in, because for the Mets, it, for, for these teams, it, it allowed them to save cash 
put it away into escrow and cost them less, you know, to keep their players. And I think deferred compensation is really interesting, but I do get it. It is by Bonilla Day, and it does, you know, it's one of those, what a great deal to be him, and what a weird deal to be the Mets, especially when you have a, a new Mets owner, right? Mm-hmm. Although I believe all of this money was was put in escrow back with the Wilpons, but, but still, it's a really quirky day. So I, I'll buy in. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day today. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. I appreciate that. We're, we'll celebrate later on with, like, margaritas or something. Sure. sure. Uh, now, look. Obviously, the the ba- and, and this this doesn't uh, this isn't the worst thing for me because I think well with everything going on in the NBA, Bobby Bonilla Day is going to pass by a little bit under the radar. Nope, nope. Still woke up this morning with the bzz, 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 even though NBA, uh, but. We're still reacting to the big news with Kevin Durant asking for a trade from the Brooklyn Nets already. We've seen so many different destinations thrown out there. Phoenix and Miami at the top of the list. Other teams are throwing uh, their names in the, in the ring. Supposedly up to 20 teams have called the Nets going, hey, we, this is we're interested. What can we do? And the Nets have said, we're going to take the best deal out there. It's not going to be simply, we just trade him wherever he wants to go. You know, I, I saw this yesterday, Doug, and, and, and as soon as this happened for me, my, my first thought was he is just never going to be happy basketball wherever he goes. He, he's just he's just one of those guys that is never going to, for a variety of reasons, but mainly because he listens so much to outside noise and he can't ever find a, rela- a, a situation where, okay, I'm here, I love basketball and I'm playing and I really want to win. He had everything in Oklahoma City. To the point where, when they had that really bad, remember that bad Mr. Unreliable headline that uh, in the Oklahoma City papers, it was, oh, Mr. Unreliable. And the paper apologized to him for that headline after there was a big backlash on it and Kevin Durant got really mad. And when, when that happens, you have to say, oh, this is my town. I mean, I, I just had the, the, the newspaper apologize to me for a headline that questioned my talent. No, it wasn't good enough for him there. He goes to Golden State, where every basketball player has gone there, says, what a great system, what a great. Uh, uh, environment this is with with Steve Kerr and he wins a couple of titles and he still is not happy enough fights with Draymond he goes to Brooklyn where he decides this is where I want to build my next big empire here and Kyrie and I are going to do this together we're going to run this team and 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 this is the next thing what I want to do because I've checked those boxes of winning a championship off of my resume and he couldn't make it work there so I don't know what's going to suddenly make him happy his next stop in the NBA Okay, there's a, there's a lot to digest there. Um, I'm going to disagree with you with Oklahoma City. He had everything he wanted in terms of owning the town, right? I mean, I agree with you on the Mr. Unreliable, but it was a it was a team that didn't have what he needed in order to be successful by his or I think anybody's estimation. Right? It just Remember, he's, he, when he, his last series, when they had a three games to one lead in the Golden State Warriors, um, you know, it was Steven Adams and Andre Robertson, you know, you're playing three on two or three on five on offense. And they added up Victor Oladipo that offseason, but he was just, he was just done with, with that first. Uh, I think he liked the town. I think he liked the team. I just think it was a, the personnel wasn't good, wasn't good enough, to be honest. And then when you're in Golden State, I don't think it was about being unhappy there. I think it was even how you would portray it, which is he, he in, in KD's mind, all I had to do was get to the finals and match up with LeBron and show I was the better player. He did that. He played better than LeBron. He guarded LeBron. He, he made more big plays in the second half against LeBron in two consecutive NBA finals. And really in the third one, Although he only played uh, limited before he, he tore his Achilles tendon, he's the difference maker. And yet he, he, he couldn't get the respect that he thought he deserved as being the best player on the planet. The, the Brooklyn thing was a disaster. But I don't think anybody, like, should he be happy? But, like, let's just be honest, Jason. Like, should, should he be happy? He, he went there. And um, he went there. One, they had great culture. That obviously has been destroyed, I think, partially by... Uh, Kyrie, I think a little bit by KD, I think a lot by uh, the move for Harden and the fact that they went after the brass ring. But I mean, like, should you be happy? I mean, go back. Like, let's be, let's take an honest look at the last two years. You know, you go back last season, people forget they were dominating the Bucks, up two games to none. 
Kyrie gets hurt, not a shocker. James Harden on himself because of a hamstring. Still got to game seven, and if not for his toe being on the line, they beat the Milwaukee Bucks and go to the NBA Finals. Uh, but this season was an abject disaster. And, you know, yeah, do I, do I think that he's a guy who searches – He's still searching for himself and searching for a, a home. Yeah, but, you know, whether it's he shouldn't have left. You could say he shouldn't have left Oklahoma City, but, I mean, now do you start to kind of understand why maybe he wanted to get away from Russell Westbrook? He shouldn't have left Golden State in order to be successful, but he still wasn't getting any sort of the respect that he he deserved. So, I, you know, I, I do get it on some of those. I, I don't. I don't know why you sign a, a contract that has four more years left, and now all of a sudden you say you want out. Uh, but the team not communicating with him, I think they're ready for a fresh start too. I think I'm not sure that him asking to be traded was news that Sean Marks didn't want to hear or didn't expect to hear. Right? Like if you don't, there was multiple times there where Sean Marks was asked about communicating with Kevin Durant, and he had not. Okay? Now it does work both ways. But when you stop talking in any relationship, the relationship ceases to exist. So I, I actually don't think that the Nets are sitting there going like, oh, man, we're upset. I think this is a fresh start for them. And I think they're going to try and rebuild, get back to where they were previously and make smarter decisions. Because before Kyrie and KD went there, that was a team that had arguably the best culture, or had the most fun. Kenny Atkins is the coach. They're like 500. And they had like Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis LeVert and some of those guys. But that group had fun, and the rest of the league took notice. I think he wants to get back to that. And I actually think that KD's kind of doing him a favor. That this this felt this felt icky. It's, it's, I'll, here's how I'll relate it, okay? Your daughter played youth sports, whatever. I'll, 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 I'll give you kind of the AAU analogy. Right? Um, in AAU, have a good team inevitably and you your kids play the right way you're going to have really really talented kids who play on some of these big clubs that they just dominate people they'll want to play on your team because they feel like well the, the kids will all give them the ball and they'll play a little bit of a system and they'll be the star and what ends up happening is you take a couple of those kids and now you're winning the tournaments and you're 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 competing on a bigger stage but it's not the core group of kids that you actually cared about and put together the team for. And so that's what I think is happening here in Brooklyn. Like, it just didn't feel good ever once you had Kyrie and KD, and then you bring in James Harden. And, like, these guys aren't what they want to be about. And I think that's what Brooklyn wants to get back to. Well, that part I'm with you on because you just look at the Nets' first reaction. Normally, if if a player of, of KD's ilk, you're talking about a, a you know a top five, top three player says they want to be traded, what, what's the team's first reaction? Is always, well, well, hang on, we're we're going to talk through this. This is this is you know we're not just going to give him away. We have to talk. We we love Kevin. We want him to stay. We want him to be able to stay here and help us grow the Nets. Is a reason why we signed him. We still believe in him. We believe in everything we have going on. And instead, right away, it was. Yeah, yeah, we're going to take the best deal. I mean, there, there was there was no no pretending of yeah. Listen, no, we we got to make it work. We got this is Kevin Durant we're talking about, man. No, uh, this is we're going to let him go. And I think that's a big that's a big sign for the rest of the NBA to go. All right, they're they're in on him with all of it. They went all in, and now they're so ready to let him go. And when when, when I see where he's going to go next, and, and you you talked about how hey Brooklyn wasn't really the right fit. It didn't work. He had a great fit in Golden State uh, in Oklahoma City. He wanted to get away from Russ. He's had all these different times that he's had different experiences. Okay, maybe the Oklahoma City one wasn't great towards the end. He had to get away. Maybe it wasn't as great in Golden Stakes. He didn't get the respect even though he's got two NBA Finals MVPs and then he wanted to have the power of running the Nets with KD and Josiah and Marks. But he's had all of these things to experience and none of them have really made him happy. So I don't know where like his next stop is suddenly going to be, okay, now I'm here and I'm I'm back to winning and, and I'm, I'm 
throwing myself back into things, and it, it's going to be different than it was before, just because he's had all these different things to experience to try to find himself, to try to find, all right, th- this is the guy I want to be, this is the player I want to be, and whatever, wherever he ends up, whether it's Miami, whether it's Phoenix or someplace else or Denver, whatever, I, 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 I don't see it being any different than it's been for him for his career, where he'll get there, and it'll be okay in the beginning, and then after a while, it's not going to be as great. And as you go on in your career in, in sports, when stars do this, you have less time to suffer uh, in, in certain times. So he was at Oklahoma City for a long time, and then now he had to go. All right, then he had a half, half the time in Golden State. Okay, I got to go. Now he's had even less of a time in Brooklyn. All right, I got to go. I, I kind of see that being his career path now as it goes on. I think he's been in Brooklyn four years. He was in Golden State three. And then, uh, is that right? Because he missed an entire year with injury, right? At, at, was he been, or is it three years in Brooklyn? He's three years in Brooklyn. And yeah, he, he missed he missed the whole entire first year. So it, it, it is interesting. I, I think that Miami is the fit um, because if you know Kevin Durant, he's, a, and, or you take what everybody says about him, like he's just about ball. And that's what their kind of heat culture is about. And they they need him. They need a cheat code on offense. They need a guy to bail them out. And if they have the idea is if they have that, the, the problem becomes if the Nets really want the best deal, the best deal would come from somewhere relating to Oklahoma City or somewhere relating to the Houston Rockets because they have all the picks, you know. Uh, the, the Heat aren't going to have any good picks for the, the rest of the year, and the Heat are not. Uh, you're not going to come off Bam Adebayo or or Jimmy Butler, and so I, I don't know what comes back in return that could equal out to what other teams could give you value-wise. But it's definitely fascinating. Um, it really is interesting that that here Kevin Durant is, and he look he chased it. I mean. I, I understand that people. There's always going to be the well because he joined the Warriors. And they had won a title, won 73 games in back-to-back years. Um, that that he, it was, by many people's estimate, oh, it's a weak move. Uh, okay, he chased it. Like, we've all, I, everybody I know has chased something. You know, you chase a girl. You know, you chase your dream school. You chase uh, the dream job. Hell, I can, I, I'll admit it, I chased my, my dream job, and it was not what I thought it was going to be at, in any way. And... So I, I do kind of relate to the, yeah, man, I thought I was getting one thing and I'm not. Um, and I'm sure Kevin Durant thought, hey, the, the top of the mountain feels different than it did. But it's going to be fascinating because, you know, before you heard his knee this year, he was maybe not unquestionably, but he was the MVP of the league. And if you go back to last year at the end of the year, he was unbelievable. You, in between, you had the Olympics. And you have all these great young players at the Olympics. Kevin Durant was the reason they won the gold medal. They, they just, he was unquestionably the best player on that team. And so you factor in all those things, and we're looking at the lens now. He may be unhappy, and he may continue to search for happiness, as, as you say, Jason, probably right. But that guy is an amazing talent, and he still seems to have several years left to play at that level. And whoever gets him, is suddenly going to be a championship caliber team. Now, you you said the Heat, and that's a great fit, and and certainly it is. Do you really think that's going to happen? The Nets are going to say, "Okay, hey, here's one of his preferred teams, and we're going to send him there, and we're going to we're going to make this other team in the East that was close and and, and potentially put them over the top." Or are the Nets going to you know be the Rockets and say, "Okay, here's where you want to go. We can get a decent deal. We're going to do it." I have no idea. I just I I don't I don't know. Again, I don't know what's being offered. I'll take Sean Marks at face value because Sean Marks seems to have been an honest salesman in this thing, right? He told us he wasn't talking to KD. That should have told us that he was that that they were that they were taking a breath. As that he they basically told us that they didn't want Kyrie back, right? That's that's why he said what he said at end of the year exit press conference meeting, right? When he said we need to be available, play for others, all the things that Kyrie has rightfully been accused of not being, right? So if he says we're going to wait for the best offer, what's the best offer? Are the Lakers going to offer up Anthony Davis for him? Are they Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook? How does that balance out with Tyler Hero and a bunch of other stuff from Miami? I, I don't know. So the, the, the only honest answer I can tell you is really don't know. But I do know that my, you asked about well, is there a place he could be happy. 
that type of environment where you have a championship caliber culture of guys that are just about, you know, ball and getting after it, and they need somebody to be their bailout guy to give the ball to to win them a game. That's what he, that's, that's, I think, what he desires. He needs some space, you know, can't have clutter in the paint like he had with Russell Westbrook and Andre Robertson and, and those type of guys. But outside of that, that's the type of environment he needs. Um, and I, you know, you, the Clippers could be could be one if they were with the Nets. Want Paul George? How, how would that look? I mean, there's all these different possibilities, but it's the Heat style of guy, and I hate to say Heat culture, but it is kind of a Heat culture. I think he fits that better than better than other places. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The original light beer, 1975, Miller Lite. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day, I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Lite, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try it. I would no, lose. you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Welcome inside Hour (laughs) 2, the Dan Patrick Show, here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb, in for Dan and the Danettes. As Bobby Bonilla liked to say in an exclusive interview he did with uh, Action Sports, it's bigger than my birthday. And, uh, you know, Doug, you asked me last hour on the show, you know, as a Mets fan, I told you how embarrassing it is. It's a really difficult optic, even though it was a sound business decision to defer payments to Bobby Bonilla, who's going to be getting $1.1 million on this day every year until 2035. Uh, Darren Ravel has a 
story on this with new information that we have never found out before because he sit down with Bobby Bonilla and Bonilla said uh, that the Mets actually tried to get him to retire and when they couldn't get him to retire they worked on this agreement and Bobby Bonilla Day was born. So this is what I mean when I say the optic for my team on this is just terrible. That they First they tried to convince him to retire because look we don't want to pay you we don't think you're very good. Oh and instead all right, we're just going to give you a million dollars a year for the next 35 years. This is what I mean about the optic surrounding the Mets. Yeah, but I mean, like, tell me a team that, um, like, I'm an Angel fan. You think the optics with, with Albert Pujols deal, you know, was was a good one? Where, you know, they, they, they bought him out of the last year of his disastrous contract, and then he goes and plays with the Dodgers, and now he's back playing with the St. Louis Cardinals. He's, he's still getting paid, I believe, to be, at the end of his career, to be a representative of the Angels. Like, in the, it, you know, he's not an Angel anymore. It, it's, all these contracts exist and deferred payments. I think it's only a bigger thing because it's the Mets. And I'll, I'll be completely honest with you because we have more Mets fans that are broadcasters. Mm-hmm. It's it's the same. The Mets have actually been a good team. They've been in a World Series. There are so many other organizations that are so much more poorly run. The problem is that one of the Mets and you have a good number of people who are sportscasters, broadcasters talking that are Mets fans. And then, of course, they're in the same city with the most successful baseball franchise ever. You know, so you have those two things which make this, which make all Mets stories bigger stories than they actually are. Well, yeah, and it, it's all—it's always the the group of teams in every sport that it's easy to point fingers and go, "See, they're always a laughing stock, right?" Whether whether in, and and most of them are my teams because it's you know it's the Knicks, it's the Jets, you know, but it's the Lions, it's the Raiders, it's the Browns, it's certain teams that just yeah these headlines follow them and they're always more embarrassing and worse for them than they are if this happened to the Patriots, right? If the Patriots had a free agent signing that didn't work and you know Bill Belichick agreed to pay a guy until twenty. 30 it would be well hey no no this was this was a smart business decision this is just a, a deal that didn't go but boy what what, what a great trend setting for the future bill belichick has thought of it's all in the presentation of it and some teams that's how it goes for them the team like the mets it's ah let's jump up and down on them but other teams it would be uh, you know smart business decision so it, it's just a perspective that the teams have that, that really hurt them in that situation there's no there's 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 no no question about it can i can i ask you something this is interesting to me okay um, it feels like with this being the first full day of NBA free agency and Kevin Durant asking to be traded yesterday, it feels like that should be the biggest story. But the USC UCLA thing has so many different layers to it and is so massive in the landscape of all college sports that I feel like maybe Today, it's equal footing with KD or maybe even lesser footing than KD, but a historically bigger story. If you were seeding them in a tournament, which one would you say is bigger? Today, I would say it would be USC-UCLA. Right, because we had that we had the big jarring headline yesterday, and it was jarring, but it was only jarring for a few hours because then NBA free agency, Kevin Durant opts out, and this is a year for free agency where you know LeBron wasn't moving somewhere. You know, you still had big names out there, but you know when 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 the biggest thing going into free agency is Jalen Brunson uh, going to the Knicks, it's all right. Maybe this year is not quite the same. So we had the blockbuster of Durant, but we didn't have a, re- a resolution, and and we don't know where he's going, and it's going to play out. But now the day after, people are starting to see this USC-UCLA, and they're going to say, wow, this is USC leaving. These, these, this is, these are the rock stars of college football that are leaving. Because even though USC hasn't had the footprint the last few years that they had in the, in the early aughts, I mean, they were easily the, the biggest rock star program and still are. And now we're expecting to be it again with Lincoln Riley and all the recruits that are following him. And, and, and the fact that these are the teams that are leaving uh, is, is a much bigger deal because the you know, you know this would be Alabama leaving. You know, Alabama leaving the SEC for the Big Ten. Why is Alabama leaving? That's the impact USC has. And, and UCLA being part of it is great, um, but you're talking about an entire market leaving. You're, you're, you're the, the ramifications of what it means for the teams and the travel and are other teams going to follow. There is a huge domino effect for this. And I, I guarantee you, this weekend, like when, when you and I are out and we're hanging out with our friends and we're talking 
talking about it. We'll talk about Kevin Durant for a few minutes because obviously, boy, KD, where do you think he's going to go? And But when it comes, boy, this USC-UCLA thing, and that's more of the conversation. And that's something that, you know, 20, 25 minutes you can see going by talking with your friends about it where KD will be like a five-minute conversation, then a bigger one when he signs and you see where he goes and how that affects the NBA. But right now, th- this thing has so many tentacles and angles to it that it's, it's just starting to become, and people are just starting to get the 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 intricacies of this and how big a deal this is. Well, I'm I'm gonna disagree with you in terms of my weekend. I'm gonna be in a in a gym coaching. So in basketball, I think the KD and where will he go and the Kyrie and you know would you bite the apple and bring in a Kyrie and you know should LeBron get rid of Anthony Davis? I think that's I think that's a better with the guys topic. But I think the USC UCLA thing is massive because of not just the, it, it, what happens next, how does this affect recruiting? Because here's generally kind of the way it works. The, the, you mentioned that it's a, it's a titan, and that's the only reason they have value is they're a titan, right? That they can, it's the Texas, the, the schools that rate, rate regardless of Notre Dame rates, Texas rates, USC rates, Alabama rates, Oklahoma rates, you know, Clemson rates. Like th- those are the ones that Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, those are the ones that people care about. Those are the ones with value. And forever, they've had their value tied up with a conference. And there's a couple of schools, Texas and USC specifically, that are bigger than the rest of their conferences combined. And now they flex their muscles and they've used that strength. And now they're in a conference of, of, of like-sized, like like, uh, you know, a backing school, if you will. Um, but, you know, what is it? It's going to be interesting. You know, the, the SEC has recruited Southern California very well. This opens up Southern California recruiting to the Big Ten. It just does because now you can say, hey, you come here. We have, you know, we're a better school, better facilities, completely invested, and we're going to play in L.A. I, I think it <clears throat> now, does that mean that the UCLA and USC, can they go and recruit the Midwest and say, you know, not only do you get to get out of the cold and play in the sunshine, but we, we're going to bring you home every year to play as well. I think that does work kind of both ways. And, you know, the, rec- the recruiting aspect of it is fascinating to me. But then it's what's next? Or then it's what happens to Stanford and Cal, right? Like, I think the L.A. market is huge and USC is bigger. And, and I know that, you know, Stanford students and alum, they don't fill up their stadium, whatever. But that's an incredible school with remarkable alumni and it's in the conversation of the best all-around sports programs on earth in terms of the Olympic sports. And then you have Cal, the number one public school um, in, the, in the country, you know, in terms of ratings of public universities and a, a rival and in the same system, the UC system as UCLA. Like, how does that all work? Like, that, that, I don't know, that whole thing is interesting to me. How does it affect recruiting? What do the conferences look like? You mentioned Notre Dame. You, and then there's there's Oregon, there's Washington. And then the last part to it is, and this was the threat. I, I don't I think you had left ESPN when when uh, the first Big 12, first uh, Big Ten expansion happened. But there's always the threat of Congress saying, hey, that tax shelter you got for college athletics. Uh, this is a, this is a paid enterprise. You're making money. You're spending money to buy kids like this. You're going to have to, if that happens now, the sport changes completely. And, uh, you know, uh, and I don't know what happens to so many of these athletic departments, you know, if you're Oregon state or you're Washington state and you get left behind and you're not in one of these major conferences and you're not getting money from your state for your, for your sports anymore, like your whole university changes, changes. And, at some point, this could, you know, whether it's privatized college athletics and everybody thinks they want that. It's like people are thinking they want college athletes to be employees. You don't want them to be employees because employees can be hired. They can also be fired. You know, uh, they employees will have to pay taxes on all benefits. Those things don't occur right now. They get all the benefits of employees with really very little of the downside. So I'm interested in how in, in all of it, because it. it is a bit of a house of cards. And I think, I think this SCUCLA thing may have pulled out the bottom. I don't know what happens to the, the NCAA. Um, 
but I think this is a titanic land shift that uh, uh, here's the most impressive thing. There were no rumors of it, right? No rumors of it. It came out. It was done that night. That's how deals get done, right? Because once it, there's the hemming and the hawing, that's when people go, wait a second, this school, it's not fair. There were no rumors, no leaks. They got it done just like Texas and Oklahoma. And now all of a sudden that Big Ten deal is going up exponentially. And I, I wonder what's next. So I'm going to disagree. I think this weekend people are still talking about ball and what happens with all these all this different movement in the NBA. But long term, this the, the, the ramifications of UCLA and USC being in the Big Ten are massive. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb here on the Dan Patrick Show. Well, I'll I'll take you to what's next, which is which is where things get even more out of control. Because look, college football is about chaos, and I love the chaos and how things change. And and there's no real leadership, and everybody's kind of just doing what's best for them. And and we talked about this with Petrus Papadakis last hour. That hey, this is a money move clearly for USC, UCLA, and everybody can cut this up, and 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 you can be upset about the travel, but this is about money and what they're making. The model of college football with NIL deals and transfer portal, right now it's unsustainable, right? The NIL is, is, is completely going to get out of control. It's already spiraled out of control. I like to think that maybe some of the powers that be understood that, okay, uh, our conferences, this may not be great for half of our teams because they can't compete and it's, it's going to be difficult and we, we may have to do something here for it. And then this move happens and it's going to be, well, if they can go and just basically, uh, the, you know, inject cash into the school and into their program. Well, why should we figure anything else out for NIL? Yeah, you know what? Doors open, and it's going to get even more uh, out of control as this gets into orbit. So I, I don't know that this did anything uh, for that than just, hey, maybe we were going to slow down a little bit, and, and we were going to pull the emergency brake and say, okay, let's 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 realize what this model of college football and how sustainable it is. And I, I don't believe it is at all. And then this story happens yesterday. And it's okay. Well, now now. That can't happen. Now more NIL deals are gonna are gonna go off, and the rich are gonna continue to get richer, and there's gonna be more money coming in. And Notre Dame is gonna realize we have to join a conference because of all this money coming in, and and everything we thought we were gonna get. There's gonna be no reset because that's normally what happens is that when a story gets this out of control, there's some kind of reset. All right, well this is gonna happen, right? Salaries got out of control in the NFL for draft picks who had never played a, a down before. So Sam Bradford was the last number one pick who got paid like a guy who's hitting free agency at the age of 26, and he's a superstar. So the NFL pulled the emergency break there and said, okay, we need to get back to this a little bit. I, I don't see there being any emergency break in college football after, after this story yesterday. Well, I, I think that you're, I think you're combining kind of two different things, and I, and I understand it is kind of one story in one sport. Um, look, generally what, what most of this is is a breakaway from – I don't even want to say the everybody says the NCA, but the NCA is all it is is a voting body of all the schools. Right. And the and 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 people can say, hey, the college football playoff was the breakoff. And they go, wasn't the BCS wasn't that wasn't the NCA. The the bowl system hasn't been the NCA. The NCA hasn't been involved in co- postseason the high major division one college football in in our lifetime. Hasn't been involved in it. It's always been operated by outside operators and by the by the power brokers that be. That that's a that's a fact. It's it's not something I'm making up or that's not breaking information. What what's, what changed was they allowed so many other schools to have Division One status, not just in football but obviously in basketball. It's over 350 schools now, and then everyone has the same voting rights, right? So it's like instead of being like Congress. Uh, instead of being like the House, they're like the Senate, right? Where everybody gets the same number of votes per, per state, and they they needed to be more like like the House, where you know the Texases, the Ohio states of the world, they, they get they just get more more votes, more say in how things are done, because what's what's good for you know a what's I mean even in the big what's good for Mountain West schools is not good for. USC. What's good for Mac schools is not good for Ohio State, et cetera, et cetera. But that's not how it's how it's seen and how it's perceived by these presidents, athletic directors and boosters. So I think ultimately there will be the break off. And that's what this is of whatever the elite are. And everybody's just trying to make sure they 
have a spot, right? They got a chair when the music stops playing. That's the big thing. I think this really helps the Big 12. You know, if the Big 12 can smartly add more pieces and somehow, like, is it the Big 10? Is it the SEC? No. I would tell you that the Big 12, the meat of the Big 12, you know, especially if they add a Colorado, Utah, and Arizona, and Arizona State, and maybe, you know, maybe you shoot for the stars and get, try and get the whole West or whatever, that would be as good or better than the meat of the ACC, right? You're not going to compete with, Florida State in terms of their history when they're right, or Miami in their history when they're right, or Clemson and what they've been able to put together. But the, but you know Oklahoma State and uh, Utah and Colorado, they're they're better and 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 better financially supported programs for football, and they resonate more than Duke, than Wake Forest, you know, even then kind of Virginia, whatever, which is kind of a you know Stanford light, if you will, in football. So. I, I, this is all about the breakaway and who's who's with the big boys and who's with the also rans. And I think I think what's next and where who, who ends up not having a chair when the music stops is going to be sad, but it's going to be very telling for what their future looks like and the future of the sport looks like. Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan Patrick today here on Fox Sports Radio. 877-99 on Fox is the number. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Doug at Gottlieb Show. We'll have more on college football and the seismic shift thanks to UCLA and USC coming up. But straight ahead, i uh, got a special guest stopping by to break down what we have seen so far in NBA free agency. Where could Kevin Durant wind up? Where could Kyrie Irving wind up? Are we going to see another big trade request from a big star? Keep it right here. Jason and Doug, this is Fox. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there. Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And... You got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show.
Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb. In for Dan and the Danettes today as NBA free agency enters day two. We had big signings. We had big stories with Kevin Durant telling the Nets he wants a trade away already. The Suns and Heat have become the preferred destinations for him. Joining us now on the hotline to help us break it all down, NBA analyst, former NBA player and coach, college head coach Rex Walters. Rex, what's happening, man? How are you? I'm good. How you doing, Jason? Doug, what's up? Well, um... Kevin Durant wants to be traded. What's your reaction? Surprised a little bit, especially after Kyrie signed the extension for one year. Saying all that, obviously, Brooklyn is not thinking about having Kyrie long-term. There's some serious damage going on in terms of that relationship uh, because of all the stuff that's gone on these past two years. So I, I think Kevin looked at it and said, hey, I got four years on the contract, but this is not what I signed up for. And uh, I think it's in that roster, you know, quite honestly, as much shooting as they have, they don't have much size, they don't have length, they're not great defensively. And I think the other thing that people forget is Kevin Durant knows what it's supposed to look like. He's been in Golden State for four years. They went to really four finals. They won twice. Like, um, he knows what it's supposed to look like, and he's looking at Brooklyn and saying, this is not what it's supposed to look like, so I need out. Is he going to be able to get his way? Because this is not a great situation with the Nets right away. The Nets didn't say, we want to keep KD. We want to be able to try to figure out a way for him to take the floor for us. It's, we're going to make the best trade possible. Uh, is he going to get to a team that he wants to get to if, if, in fact, like the Suns and the Heat at the top of his trade destination list? That'll be tough. I think, you know, at the end of the day, Brooklyn has the has a leverage in this in, in terms of they have to get something back. And you're talking about a top. One one A one B player in the NBA, and 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 also the contracts have to work. So that's a that's a big price to pay to give someone like Kevin Durant up. You got to make sure you're getting some quality things back. I mean, Sean Marks right now. This thing, I, I respect the fact that they went for it. They went for it with with KD, Kyrie, James Harden. Then after that, you know, we, we talk about um, you know Ben Simmons. And now it's all kind of blown up. So now Sean Marks is like, okay, now I'm in like, we got to make something out of this mode. They've given up a lot to be in this situation, and now it's all blown up. So there are teams out there. I mean, you, I hate to say this, but you look at the Lakers, they've got two guys that, that are very similar in terms of salary, in terms of Anthony Davis availability, and that's the Lakers, right? you got two guys with two big contracts. That's what Kyrie and, and Kevin Durant have, I think, if you, if you talk about Miami, I don't know if they have necessarily the assets that Brooklyn wants, especially with the situation with Bam Adebayo and Ben Simmons being on, you know, still their first contract. So it'll be interesting. And then you've got to get DeAndre Ayton to sign off on the side trade uh, to go to Brooklyn. And then DeAndre's got to be asking himself, what am I walking myself into going to Brooklyn? So uh, there, there's a lot of work to be done. It'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. If you're LeBron James, okay, let's just imaginary scenario, and you could either roll with Anthony Davis or roll with Kevin Durant, what do you do? Oh, it's not even close. I'm rolling with Kevin Durant. He's seen firsthand what Kevin Durant can do. That that whole thing, when you talk about those great you know, finals with Golden State and Cleveland, it became a non-factor when Kevin Durant joined the, the Warriors. It was a no-brainer. The other thing is Kevin Durant, even though he's had some issues with injuries, like this dude loves to play, loves to work. Everything I've ever heard about Durant is he loves to play, loves to compete, wants to win, wants to have his own type of legacy in terms of, and I don't think he thinks long-term like this, that, but he loves to ball. That's what he's all about. Whereas Anthony Davis has had his issues with injuries. So, yeah, there, there's no question. And you're talking about switching like size. They're both going to play the 3-4. You get a guy like Kyrie as well who knows how to play with LeBron. Uh, that would be really interesting when you talk about you know, the Warriors dynasty. Now the Lakers are right back in the mix in terms of – and you can have – you know, and they're going after size and length in terms of defensive-minded guys with minimum contracts or, or lower salary guys. But with those three, and if they're all available, that becomes really scary. You know, it's, it's interesting you, you mentioned how much he loves the ball – Remember the Anthony Davis story came out that he hadn't touched a basketball in two months. Like Kevin Durant's a guy, and he's had injury issues as well. 
But Kevin Durant's a guy who probably hasn't gone two days without touching a basketball. Not not two months, Rex. That's cr- that, that's true. It's yeah. crazy. If it, if it's- well, and when you talk about, you know, this is a guy that over the course of career, he's played over 80 games three times. He's played over 70 games multiple, multiple times. Like Anthony Davis, that, that just hasn't happened. You know, and, and so you talk about for Kevin, he's got to be excited to go to a major media outlet. He's got a chance to, you know, kill some, some ghosts in terms of the Warriors, you know, and, and what they've been able to do is to have those two teams on the West Coast battling it out would be phenomenal. But, yes, I, I think that LeBron would know, hey, this is someone that I have the utmost amount of respect in. you got really the two best players probably over the last ten years on the same roster. And that's what the Lakers have always been. They've been about great, great players, right, that are available to play to win championships. So, Rex, do you think that, that Kyrie finds his way to the Lakers? And 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 this is this is, we, we, we're get, going into the season, and Kyrie and LeBron are, are trying to wreck it in the Western Conference. I think that that's everything that I've heard and read is saying that Kyrie. That's something Kyrie wants to do. I, I think the other thing too is, you know, Kyrie's got a reputation now, and and I love Kyrie. I, I love to watch him play. Uh, as a coach, it was hard to coach against him uh, and the game plan, but he does have a reputation, right? So Cleveland left it on a sour note. Boston left it on a sour note. And then, obviously, Brooklyn, that's been a sour note. So, you know, with a guy like KD and LeBron, I think that the Lakers say, hey, we can, we can actually not manage Kyrie, but, but they'll have guys that can help hold him accountable and bring out the greatness that he, we all know he has inside of him. Rex, um, I'm intrigued by Brad Beal. Okay, Does he go back to Washington? Does he try and – get to a team, get to a franchise where he feels like he can legitimately compete. What do you think Brad Beal does? Well, I think that the new thing nowadays is, number one, get your money. That's the number one thing. Get your money, make sure it's guaranteed, and then, hey, okay, now what are you going to do to allow us to be a a real contender, right? And I think Bradley Beal is a, and again, another guy, as I coached in the NBA and as I get game plans and watch players, I'm like, this dude is special, but is he an elite elite? You're talking about the KDs, LeBrons, those type of guys. He's not that, but he's a second tier. So you're going to need another two or three guys like that. Is Porzingis that type of guy? The question is, is still really out on that one. And then who else can they add to that roster, right, to, to really take them to another level in a great Eastern Conference? Because they're going to need great players around him. He needs at least two other guys that are close to his level for them to have a chance to be really competitive in the Eastern Conference. And if that doesn't happen, I can see him saying, hey, it's time for me to move on. You know, and he'll do the same thing that a lot of players are doing. That's the new thing now. It's like the NBA transfer portal. They say, hey, I'm ready to move on. Here's my list of teams that I want to go to. Let's make it work. Rex, what we've seen so far, you know, we're into day two of free agency. We've seen some players sign. What's the move you've liked the most so far? And if you say Jalen Brunson to the Knicks, I'm okay with that as a Knicks fan. So if, if that's your answer, I'm fine with it. Uh, but what, what, what do you like so far? Wow, it, it's been kind of crazy, to be honest with you, that the money that has been out there. When you think about Jokic, he's going to make $50 million a year when he gets to that extension. And guess what? He might be worth it. Like, if you're going to, if I'm going to throw big money, Devin Booker, I'd be, I'd be interested to see what happens when Chris Paul leaves Phoenix, right? Is Devin Booker going to have the same type of impact? Cause he's a great, great player. Again, I've been more intrigued with some of the signings of players. I'm like, how did he get that type of money? And God bless them. Like I'm all for players making their money, but you, you look at Oklahoma city and Lou Dort is a tough physical guard he's not a great shooter to give that guy over 80 million i was like scratching my head a little bit so i you know i'm not answering your question but i was i'm more intrigued by some of those moves where guys are getting crazy money and they haven't proven that they could win uh and really you know be an efficient effective player in the nba on both sides of the ball yeah but rex i i think part of it is and we struggle with this is the scale changes right like lou dort 80 million dollars jumps out at you but then you go like, did you see what the back end of Jokic and Carl Anthony Towns deal plays them? Did you guys see this? Their final year of their Supermax deal they just agreed to yesterday is 60, uh, $62.1 million for one season. And, and so, like, I mean, obviously there's inflation, but 
with with all the money like we we just have to look what what happens is we look at it, we're like i can't believe that guy's making 15 now like yeah but the best players are making 60 so 15 kind of fits it's just it's really hard for us to wrap our heads around when the numbers uh, when the numbers jump like this but then you kind of relate it to like did you ever think you're gonna be paying six dollars a gallon for gas right i mean <laughs> every everything has everything has jumped but I, I saw that that towns deal and the Jokic deal and Jokic is an mvp he's a great player but 62 million dollars is unbelievable yeah, it is. It's really interesting. And then you got to look at your roster construction and how are you going to be able to put players around, players like Cat. You know, Ant's going to come up pretty soon and he's going to be asking for crazy money. And then you've got, you know, what are they going to do with D'Lo, D'Angelo Russell? Uh, he's making a good amount of change. And then can you put the right pieces around in a smaller market like Minnesota? And I root for Minnesota. My daughter's a video uh, associate with the Timberwolves, so I root for them. Uh, and, then, you know, they've got new ownership that, that's kind of transitioning in. They've got a new GM that is, again, you're in the Western Conference, and, you know, every job is difficult, and Finch has done a great job. But again, you've got to put together a roster that allows you to compete at the highest level, and when a guy's making $60 million, it makes it difficult. But this is an elite three-point shooting, four, five, and, and cat, and now you want to see the winning go along with it so hopefully that happens i hope it for my daughter because then she's employed but also you hope it for that franchise because you've got to put good pieces defensive-minded guys that are skilled that can shoot the basketball around tech and those guys aren't going to be coming cheap with the money coming in a man who'll be using his daughter's influence to come out of retirement and play for the timberwolves this year for 15 million a year <laughs> rex walters rex as always buddy appreciate it man thanks so much for making time for us I uh, appreciate you guys having me. Have a good one. You got it. Doug, you're going to come out of retirement and play, right? For $60 million? No, no, no. You're I'll, not going to get I'll 60. You'll get $15 million. I mean, come on. You're not going to get, you're not going to get Jokic money, but you'll get $15 million. I would pay for, I would, I would play in that league for $500. That would, that would be <laughs> fine. Just always, always wanted my name on the back of one of those, one of those jerseys. But no, it's, it's really interesting. Like we're, you know, I remember when Kevin Garnett was the first $100 million contract. And I just wonder how many years away we are from the first $100 million per year athlete, right? We're, we're creeping closer. We got to 50 in football. Now we're going to get – we're a couple years away, obviously, from 60 in basketball. How many years away are we from somebody getting $100 million for one year of their, of their sport? If I told you 2030, would you take the over or the under? By 2030, someone's going to be getting $100 million a year, either in the NFL or the NBA. I mean, probably not in Major League Baseball, but you never know. But somebody in one of the by 2030, would you take, yes, that would happen, or it might be a little bit after that? Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to take the under, I'll say before 2030. And this is not, this is salary you know, contract salary, right? Because, you know, people go, well, you know, LeBron made over a, Tiger Woods, no, no, no. I'm saying, um, and didn't Phil blow through $100 million in gambling? No, I'm kidding. It's like 40 in four years. <laughs> I mean, this, this, I mean, like, it's like the live golf money is is real money. Tiger turned that down. But I'm talking, we're we're just baseball, basketball, football. I will take the under in 2030 in someone playing for $100 million in a year. Okay, if I said I'll, I'll the under. if I said 2025 for someone making Over. 75 Over. million. Oh, 75? Uh, 75 million in 2025. Wow. Three years. Wow. Uh, I'll still go under. I'll, I'll still go over. O- over on that one. But very close. I mean, that's that's push level. I mean, because look, I mean, incrementally, quarterbacks have creeped up, right? And that, that salary that salary pool is only going to get bigger. That That's what this comes from. And then, of course, you got baseball. Like, I don't think... I, I don't think we're there with baseball. Baseball, they stretch it out over so long. We're still in the 30s, right? We haven't even reached. But for football, quarterback and super max deal in basketball. And, you know, it'll have to be one of these young players that has gone cycled through two contracts that gets to the third one. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. When you have a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It tastes like Miller time. This past weekend for Mother's Day, I'm treating my wife while grilling. I'm treating myself with a Miller Lite. Miller Lite, it just tastes right. Whether it's barbecue season or just celebrating a regular day with burgers and dogs, with a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.